Parents are rising up against what their kids are learning. But will they replace it with a biblical worldview? Welcome to the Pastor's Voice. I am Rule Sample, and I am talking to pastors and church leaders about the current issues of the day that are impacting their ministries and the people they serve. Today I conclude my discussion with Nancy Fitzgerald, founder and executive director of Anchors Away Ministry. She talks about how one Christian school utterly transformed their educational environment by incorporating biblical worldview in all aspects of learning. And she shares how God used her struggle with breast cancer to teach her students the role of suffering in the lives of Christians. What do we need to do to get to get this worldview training at all levels, but we're specifically talking about kids, back on track? Well, uh, uh, there's a school called Central Christian Academy in Indianapolis, and I met with them, gosh, it hasn't even been a year ago, uh, probably eight months ago for the first time, and they are uh, wanted to change the way their school is running. They want to have the Christian influence, and they want biblical worldview school. They want a, a Christian worldview school. And I said, well, okay, it's going to be a journey. So I met eight weeks with the staff, trained them. They went online, and I met with them every week to answer their questions and how this relates to running a school. Then we took their whole staff through it. They went online. I met with them every week to answer questions that they have. And what does this mean to teach math, social studies, uh, geometry, science, whatever it is, um, so they could integrate worldview into their system. And I can tell you, we had 100% participation from staff and the exec team, and including some of the uh, their board. But I will tell you, the whole dynamics of that school have changed. I talk every other day, maybe, to the uh, the head CEO of that school because I'm very interested to see how this is changing the way kids are learning. And he said, it's a whole new world over there. And so that's one thing we can do. We, we've got to train the heads and we have to train the staff. And the same goes not only for Christian schools, but the churches. We can no longer be content. The parents have to rise up and the, the grandparents have to rise up and aunts and uncles saying no more are our kids going to waste their time in a church playing games and doing crazy stuff. They, well, they want to learn. We have to teach them biblical worldview. We must insist that our kids are being taught worldview. And if they want to start with Anchors Away, great, do it. Go online, anchorsaway.org, or find something else. But I am telling you, uh, we need to hold our pastor's and our church, the people that are influencers in our church, accountable. Uh, they don't know this stuff. We, they can learn it online instantly. They can begin as to where, what we are doing because we see this need is huge. And we know there are many pastors out there that want this stuff. They want to learn it. And I don't think they're happy with where their churches are uh, in their growth. But again, if you don't know who Jesus is, how do you trust him with your life? And when times get tough, if you don't know who God is, 
how do you deal with suffering if you don't understand God is always good. He's always for you. And that suffering in his economy, he knows full well. He suffered and died on a cross. And he knows for us to suffer brings us closer to God. It makes our hearts yearn for God, yearn for his peace. Uh, and, and so we can better understand these things. But without worldview training, what, where do you go? You do self-help stuff, I think. Therapeutic gospel or, or you know, I don't know, Rolf. This whole idea of suffering goes against a worldview that is very prevalent, that suffering is to be avoided, that we need to be safe all the time, that, that we need to avoid pain. We need to avoid all of those things that we're told in scripture, suffering produces a level of spirituality that can only be obtained through these stages of suffering and grief and perseverance and patience. And the world, and the world that we live in today tries to shortcut all of that. Well, what happens too, I think, is that we suffer. We've all suffered. But God will take that, as Johnny Erickson Tata said, you know, God will allow what he hates to bring about what he loves. And this whole thing is that suffering or bullying or, or loss of job or friendships or whatever that suffering looks like, God says this is because we live in a broken world. In this world, you will have suffering, but I have come <laughs> that you might have peace. You know, through it all, I will give you what you need. This is all the better this world is going to get, my friends. But a time is coming. We jump to Revelation 21. You know, this heaven, I'm going to create something new for you. And there's no more pain, no more suffering, no more death. That's what we have to look forward to. But it is, uh, it is just awful what is happening, but it doesn't have to stay that way. That's the good news of this. And uh, this training we do, you can do it in a matter of weeks and begin to change the way your family thinks and your small groups and hopefully your church community. And, and it goes out from there. As you talk, it, uh, as you were talking about uh, God does things that he hates to bring about the things that he loves. It it strikes strikes me that that's really the story of your life. Is that he hated that you lost uh, what you did, that you hated what you went through. But the things that you are doing, you are a powerful servant of God and doing the things that God loves. That's the story of your life. Well, it is, and you know, it it's so so interesting to me to really ingest this stuff, which, which we teach people how to do. I remember <clears throat> about five years ago, I was teaching one of my classes and there were about 40 kids in there. And I like to, I still like to teach because I like to get the pulse of the culture because it changes so much. And these kids just give me, you know, what fork when, you know, cause I can, I could get a, probably know them better than they know themselves, but I love to see how the trend is in their learning and this and that and the other. So I had just been diagnosed with breast cancer in March and of that year. And I hesitated whether or not I should teach my 
tell my kids this because we pray and we ask for prayer. And I thought, I feel like such a hypocrite for not, but I'm older. I'm their, you know, their teacher and a lot of them I'm counseling and helping. And I don't know if this is appropriate. So I decided I wouldn't do it. And as I was closing prayer, I um, asked the kids to, to close, we'll close down tonight in prayer. And then I heard myself saying, but before we do, I'd like to share something with you. And obviously, um, God uh, saw fit to intercede for me in this regard, because I wasn't really looking forward to this. But anyway, I proceeded to tell them um, that I think I'm going to be okay, but this is what I have. And I'd appreciate your prayer in this. And I mean, they were beside themselves. And then I said, you know, we have a choice when we suffer. We've studied the suffering lesson. We have a choice to suffer well or to suffer poorly. We have that choice because we're Christians. God allowed this to happen for his glory. So my job in this is to see God working in how I can strengthen my own faith and how I can give encouragement to other people. That's what suffering well is all about. If they only see us Christians and leaders as happy, pretend to be happy all the time, people that have it all together, which we don't um, kind of people. Now you've got one that, you know, potentially could have taken my life and, um, uh, didn't. But in this case, it was a great teaching opportunity. And I'm telling you this story because at the end of the last day of class, I said, okay, so what, what was it that you learned in here that really changed your life? You know, we usually get through about 15 of the 21 lessons. <laughs> and, and so I asked him and one boy raised his hand. He said, you taught us to su- how to suffer well. He said, I'll never forget that. And they all chimed in. He said, yeah, we're all in agreement. You taught us how to suffer well. And I'm going, are you kidding me right now? I mean, do you know the hours of time that we spent teaching you all these, all these awesome, juicy worldview lessons? But it was that one. And you know what? It hit their heart. It hit their soul. And if we can be those people, to be vulnerable within guidelines, vulnerable to them, and teach them practically how Christ intercedes at our scariest moments, um, that he gives us that peace and he gives us opportunity to encourage others. When we're looking for people to feel sorry for us or, 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 or rightfully so as Christians to pray for us, let's remember that. Um, God gives us the strength, inward strength, to be able to encourage others in their walk as we are suffering ourselves. But uh, that's pretty much a capsule of what these kids leave with. They hear it. They hear with their heart. Yes, they learn with their mind, but they're here from their heart and their soul. And that's why biblical worldview forever changes people if if it's taught well if it's a relational apologetic kind of experience that they they're not learning about other governments we're learning about how to know ourselves as god sees us how to better understand god how to prove that the bible is indeed written 
through the work of the Holy Spirit who inspired men to write this thing, that it is true. It is truly the word of God. And then how then do we love one another? And that is pretty much what we're about. And I think that is what could change the course of history of these churches and these youth groups. If, if pastors would just open themselves up to learn. And in the meantime, if parents would say, you know what, I've relied way too hard on youth group or a Christian school. I'm going to put the exclamation point on that. I'm going to take my kids through the unanswered smoke mirrors and God, or I'm going to uh, do a, even a video series of the, the worldview um, uh, course that we offer. So we have a lot of options, but it's not because they don't have options to make this or choices to make. We are finally able to offer this all online. So I don't know, Aurora, I, I'm so encouraged to know that there are people like you um, who care enough to speak in to pastors and let them see that it doesn't have to continue this way. Because if it does, we are no longer by definition, a Christian, uh, a, a Christian country, that's for sure. Well, and throughout, throughout scripture, uh, there are two institutions that are entrusted with passing on the faith. It is the family and it is the church, whether it be the Old Testament synagogue, the New Testament church. Yes. And if, if both of those are failing, then no wonder our kids are being mowed over uh, and our older adults are getting mowed over are, because there's no foundation because the church is, and, and, and you and I are not anti-church. You and I are actually pro-church. We want the church to start doing this stuff again. And it's just not, we want families to start doing this again. And Anchors Away is, is, is giving them the tools to do that. The website is anchorsaway.org where they offer online training as well as Pack, uh, packages that they can send out to churches and people who want to get involved in this. It is a way to discover your own faith. You don't have to be an expert in worldview to do this. The best teachers are the ones who are learning as well. And so anchorsaway.org, it's a great, great ministry. It is, it, it's, it's fired by a fusion bomb at the middle of it that would be nancy fitzgerald uh, so that's not going away anytime soon nancy thank you so much for being on the podcast today well rule thank you and i love it boy um you were made for this for sure and i'm i'm so grateful for what you're doing now and i just know you're gonna touch so many hearts and change lives and and have a big impact on changing culture. And I really mean that. So thank you for your obedience and doing what you're doing uh, so well. Please check out Nancy's site at anchorsaway.org. Also consider supporting this ministry by using the support the show link. If you have any questions about our podcast, would like to be a guest, or would like to become a sponsor, please email us at podcasts at thepastorsvoice.net. I am Rule Sample. Thank you for listening.